Welcome to the Good Idea Audio Blog, where we work to provide you with the knowledge and tools you need to take control of your metabolic health. I'm your host, Dr. Colleen Gulick, and today I'm excited to discuss insulin resistance. One in three Americans have some level of insulin resistance. This condition occurs when the body's cells become less responsive to insulin, a hormone produced by the pancreas that regulates blood sugar levels. As a result, the body has difficulty processing glucose properly, which is why insulin resistance is a precursor to type 2 diabetes. While insulin resistance has long been recognized as a significant health concern, recent research has shed new light on the underlying mechanisms that contribute to this condition. In this audio blog, we will explore the latest findings on insulin resistance and discuss strategies for managing this condition to improve overall health and prevent associated diseases. Let's start with what is insulin? Insulin is a hormone produced by the pancreas that helps regulate the amount of glucose or sugar in the blood. It allows the body cells to use glucose for energy or store it for later use. Insulin plays a key role in maintaining normal blood sugar levels and a lack of insulin or reduced insulin sensitivity can lead to high blood sugar levels and a range of health problems. Insulin resistance is a metabolic condition that occurs when the body cells become resistant to insulin. This means that the body is unable to use insulin effectively, so it needs to produce more insulin in order to maintain normal blood sugar levels. Over time, This can lead to high blood sugar levels and a range of health problems. So why do people develop insulin resistance? Insulin resistance can develop as a result of a number of factors, including genetics, lifestyle choices, and age. Obesity and a sedentary lifestyle are two of the most common risk factors for insulin resistance. In addition, certain medical conditions, like polycystic ovary syndrome, can also increase the risk of developing insulin resistance. Lifestyle choices, such as high sugar diets, smoking, and shortchanging our sleep, can all contribute to the development of insulin resistance. So how does this condition work physiologically? Insulin resistance occurs when the body cells stop responding to insulin in the way they should. Normally, insulin helps to regulate blood sugar levels by signaling the cells to take up glucose from the bloodstream. However, when we eat a high volume of processed and sugary foods and drinks, our blood sugar spikes and our body needs to release a lot of insulin in order to bring blood glucose back down to normal. If this high sugar diet persists for a long amount of time, insulin becomes overworked. The volume of insulin is consistently so high that the body acclimates to this high insulin level and the insulin becomes less effective. When cells become resistant to insulin, they are less able to respond to these signals, and as a result, the body needs to produce more of it in order to achieve the same effect. So why is insulin resistance detrimental to our health? Insulin resistance is a key factor in the development of type 2 diabetes, a condition that is characterized by high blood sugar levels. In addition, insulin resistance is associated with a range of other health problems, including heart disease, stroke, and high blood pressure. Research has also linked insulin resistance to an increased risk of certain types of cancer, such as breast and colon cancer. So what happens if we have insulin resistance? If left untreated, it can lead to a range of health problems. In addition to increasing the risk of type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance can also lead to fatty liver disease, 
a condition in which fat accumulates in the liver. This can cause inflammation and scarring, which can eventually lead to liver damage. So what are the signs of insulin resistance? Well, unfortunately, insulin resistance often has no symptoms in its early stages. However, as the condition progresses, people may experience symptoms such as fatigue, increased hunger, sugar cravings, weight gain, and possibly mood fluctuations due to poorly managed blood sugar levels. One of the best and easiest ways to tell if you are at an elevated risk of having insulin resistance is via a waist measurement. A waist measurement of 35 inches or more for women and 40 inches or more for men significantly increases the chances of having insulin resistance. Having a waist circumference larger than the aforementioned numbers, along with two or more of the following criteria, further increases the risk of insulin resistance and metabolic syndrome, according to the National Institute of Health. Here are the four criteria. Criteria number one is high triglyceride levels, which is characterized as a triglyceride level of 150 or more. Criteria number two is low HDL cholesterol. High-density lipoprotein is referred to as the good cholesterol. And when this HDL drops below 50 for women or 40 for men, the risk of insulin resistance increases. Criteria number three is high blood pressure. Having a blood pressure greater than 130 over 85 millimeters of mercury increases the risk of insulin resistance. Criteria number four is a high fasting blood sugar level. A fasting blood sugar test with results of 100 milligrams per deciliter or greater can elevate your insulin resistance risk. So how do we improve insulin resistance? Well, there are several steps that we can take to improve our insulin resistance. These include, number one, exercise regularly. Exercise has been shown to improve insulin sensitivity and can help to reduce the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Even moderate intensity exercise, such as brisk walking, can have a positive impact on insulin resistance. When we exercise, we utilize the glucose that is already in circulation to power our muscles. Since sugar is being pulled from the bloodstream to be used as fuel for our workout, the exercise takes the place of insulin and reduces insulin's workload. As an added reward, when we consistently perform exercise, the body becomes more insulin sensitive, even during times between workouts. Number two, eat a healthy diet. A healthy balanced diet can help to improve insulin resistance by providing the body with the nutrients it needs to function properly without overworking insulin. A diet that is lower in processed foods, sugary drinks, and sweets can help to reduce blood sugar spikes and reduce the need for extra insulin. Prioritizing protein, fiber, and healthy fats is recommended. Pairing protein with carbohydrates and ordering your meals such that carbohydrates are consumed last are also helpful tips that can aid in reducing post-meal blood sugar spikes. Number three, maintain a healthy weight. Being overweight, which is defined as having a body mass index between 25 and 29.9, or obese, which is characterized as having a body mass of 30 or above, is a risk factor for insulin resistance. Body mass index, or BMI, is calculated by taking your weight in kilograms and dividing it by the square of your height in meters. Losing weight and maintaining a healthy weight can help to improve insulin resistance and reduce the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Tip number four 
is get enough sleep. Lack of sleep can disrupt the body's hormone balance and increase the risk of insulin resistance. Getting enough sleep is also important for overall health and can help to improve insulin sensitivity. So what are our take-home tips from this audio blog? Insulin resistance is a metabolic condition that occurs when the body cells become resistant to insulin. This can lead to high blood sugar levels and a range of health problems, including type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and fatty liver disease. By making healthy lifestyle choices, such as exercising regularly, eating a healthy diet, maintaining a healthy weight, and getting enough sleep, insulin sensitivity can be improved. That's a wrap on our audio blog on insulin resistance. We hope you found this information helpful in understanding how blood sugar regulation can help us take control of our health and improve our overall well-being. As always, we encourage you to continue learning and exploring ways to manage your blood sugar and to always seek the advice of your healthcare provider for personalized guidance. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you again for our next episode.